Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Small Town Nerdcast. I'm your host, Brian, and I don't even... Is this episode 10? Have we finally reached 10 episodes of this podcast? I don't know. Um, I thought I was going to have great news for you guys today, and then all of that changed. (laughs) Well, it wasn't like great news for you guys. It was great news for me, but I wanted to share with y'all because that's what you do, man. You, you you find your friends and you share cool things with them. And then like everyone gets happy, you get hyped and it has to do with house buying because, well, we thought things were going to go fantastically our way. And that turned out that not, not quite. Now things aren't going bad. Like, let me, let me make sure I uh, pref- preface this, preface this with things are not going bad. Uh, the great news was, hey, we were supposed to close this Friday. Like, this this coming weekend, we are going to sign the closing on our house. We were going to, you know, get the keys. And, like, that's our house, man. So, originally, it was going to be at the end of the month. And then, uh, I guess, after talking to the seller, hey, I got, like, I got plenty of time. I'll be able to be out of the house. And you got, yeah, yeah, totally. You can have the house then. Well, cut to, like, today, finding out. Oh, hey, you know that whole thing about me and uh, being out of the house and you guys closing and it being your house? Well, yeah, it turns out I forgot I'm not going to be in town like for like a week and a half. So, yeah, that's off the table. Sorry, not sorry. Um, So, yeah, as it turns out, the dude um, just wasn't going to be able to move out because... He forgot that he had specific training with his job, which is the same kind of training that I have with my job. And if it's anything like how my job does uh, this training, you're it's known months in advance. It's not like, oh, this just sprung up. Like, hey, guys, I know you guys were busy working. You thought you were going to work some more. But, oh, we got this crazy training that we got to go do. No, it's training that's planned months in advance because it has to be for where you do it at. And so, and I don't know why I'm being cryptic with it. I guess I'm just trying to like keep his identity a secret. I don't know, but <laughs> so yeah, um, we thought we were going to be moving into a house like this weekend, and it turns out no, we're not. I mean, we, we're in a house as a rent house. We thought we we're going to move into our home this weekend and as it turns out no we're not and you know what makes it suck worse is well we had the electricity plan to move over the internet plan to move over our security company planning to move their shit over and also we ordered brand new living room couches that we're gonna have delivered uh thankfully not that weekend it was gonna be later in the week and they were gonna like oh man we were gonna run into trouble with cancellation or like changing the date uh, so thank God we found out what we did, I guess. So we were able to call everyone and tell them to pump the brakes. So uh, thank God for that mess. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what's been going on with our life. And uh, it's happening. We don't know what our new closing date is, but it's definitely not going to be the end of the month. And I swear to God, if it's the end of the month, I'm going to murder someone. I will. You will see me in the newspaper on local Houston news you know, because that's the only news station that will cover our small town. And you'll see that we, we that some poor sap who has a podcast that just started has literally murdered a guy who lied to him about when he was going to sell his house. So you heard it here for <laughs> exclusive 
precognitive news. No, I'm not really. Okay, if police, if you're listening, it's a joke. I'm not going to really murder someone, okay? It's a joke. I tell a lot of them. Sometimes they're not very good, but they happen on the podcast. So, you know, that's how we do. Speaking of jokes, I thought, I don't even know why I'm bringing this up, but like, so I had this thought in my head and I was like, oh, you know, it would be a great place to try to workshop jokes and maybe one day attempt to do stand-up comedy because, you know, that's just another level of punishment I want to feel. Uh, I thought, hey, maybe I could try, even though, okay, so maybe that's a really bad idea. It, like, it would be a good idea if I had people to bounce it off of as I was talking. You know, actual crowd reaction to the jokes that I'm saying. You kind of don't get that with a one-man podcast, so I don't think that works. I don't think it can work. Because if I tell you what's in my mind is like the joke and like the story and the thought process, it, it just, I, it's going to sound weird. It's going to sound awkward. It's going to sound perverted, I think. So, ah, what the fuck? I've already kind of brought it up. I'll talk about it anyway. So, like, the whole, th- the, and this whole thing came up. My wife was sitting in the car next to me. She, and like, we're driving, and this was to go purchase new furniture. So, yes, this is part of the bad day. But, like, this was before the day got bad. This is why things were good. You know, we're making a house purchase. Or, well, made a house purchase. We were making furniture purchase for the house house purchase. Anyway, wife's in the passenger seat. She's watching TikTok. That's what she does because she likes to harass me, you know. She sits there with cool little TikTok songs and, like, laughs and stuff. And I got to sit here in the driver's seat and act like I don't know what's going on because... You know, what's what's your first instinct? Like, ooh, something shiny. You want to fucking look at it. And she's like, oh, that chick looks hot. And I'm like, yeah, I want to look at that. Like, I hear the TikTok songs. So I know what, like, TikTok thought dance is happening. You know, like, I know the thirst trap that is happening next to me. Because, like, my wife is, like, her, her, not, did I say Snapchat? At one point, I think I, I just meant TikTok the whole time. But her TikTok is as completely thirsty as my TikTok is. So, like, that kind of lets you know about where we're at. In fact, I think hers is even more thirsty and is filled with more women. Because mine at least has a mix of, like, cooking and weird DIY, quote-unquote, hacks. We'll just call them just hack jobs that I just find amusing. Anyway... So she's watching that stuff. And then one of her TikTokers that she normally watches comes on and then she gasps because as it turns out, this TikToker has come out as a furry and not, not to sound mean. I was not aware that that was a type of LGBTQ plus. Uh, maybe it falls in her queer. I don't Well, no, because they have heterosexual sex sometimes like I don't know where furry falls under, but I know it, I guess it's just like a kink. Like, I don't know exactly where it's at, and I, I try to understand. So if someone knows where furryism falls under, um, please let me know. Please help clear that up. 
I'm assuming it's just a kink and not under the LGBTQ. I guess you could be LGBTQ plus under the furry kink. Like, you know, like, I think that's maybe how that works. But I'm not 100%, so please correct me if I'm wrong. Anyway, back to the story. Uh, wife comes on, that comes out, she gasps, and she's like, oh my god. And I don't know how to feel about this because this was just kind of thrown. Apparently, there was like just no sign from this TikToker at all. Like no foxtails, no ears, like nothing to let her know. And so I guess my wife just felt like she got hit by a ton of bricks. And like not that she was offended by it. She was just like, wow, this is a development I did not see coming. And, um, and I guess, you know, when they're in a fursuit, you don't see them coming. But anyway, <laughs> um, like we were kind of talking about it and like i think that my first thought that blurted out is like i got mad respect for furries like and my wife kind of looked at me like what is that supposed to mean like and i was like no no i don't mean like like i want to be a furry and stuff but like i got like real respect for these kind of people because these people put on a huge fur costume like you know a mascot costume, if you will, because that's the easiest way. Character costume, full full fur helmet with the fur face, and like the only holes are like the eye holes, maybe the mouth, and like private part areas, like that. Like that's it. And then they commence to have some of the wildest, roughest, most athletic sex that I've ever seen. And yes, I've seen it because I mean, why wouldn't you? It's the internet and it's vast and I have a lot of free time on my hands. So like, it's just impressive because I gotta tell you, when me and my wife have our low effort sex, well, I mean, I'm okay. Like I, it's not as complicated as that. We were very like classic, uh, if you will. We don't go crazy with it. I sweat my ass off. Like, I mean, I'm drenched in the shit. I'm covered in sweat. And then it's not like like fun, sexy sex sweat. It's like Brian is overexerting himself sweat. So I can only imagine what these people, are, the furries, are going through when they're having their like crazy, awesome, hot, kinky. I'm in my fursuit sweat sex. Like that's a whole number, another level. Like I want to give up and stop. These people push through and go even harder. Like, that's why I have, like, that's why they're probably the best lovers that you can have. Like, they're, they're intense. They're, they're not going to stop. They're just going to keep going. They're like the inner, they can literally be the energizer bunny having sex if they wanted to. So like, yeah, that's kind of where my thought process was and what it really just kind of came out when I was talking to my wife is like, oh, they're good at sex. And then she just kind of looked at me and maybe in a judgmental way of like how do you know furries are good at sex and i was like well i've been to a lot of comic conventions let's just say no <laughs> so yeah that was kind of like the joke or like my thought process and the weird awkward moment between my wife i don't know man you let me know how that played out for you and your ears um maybe i should just stop maybe i should just not do this and jesus christ why has everyone got their brights on Oh, and I just turned on my brights and then the car pulled out. Anyway, uh, moving on, we do have some small town drama that I want to bring up. And then also some, like, news. Nifty nerd news that I wanted to bring to you. And so, drama news, drama news, drama news. We'll go drama. You know, we went, we've done personal life, an attempted joke. Let's get into some drama now. And 
with the small town drama, there's always small town problems, you know, like very first world problems happen when you have small town drama and it's a pain in the ass and it's also sometimes very hilarious to see play out and my god everyone's lights are so bright on this road except for mine for whatever reason but and let me preface preface this preface this one as well how do you pronounce that word for one but secondly to me a small town is any town or city that has like I don't know, four or five traffic lights. You know, like you got two main roads, a north and south and east and west. And like, then like little tiny veins throughout the rest of the the town. I feel like that's like how you describe a small town. You know, because when you're in your bigger cities, they might, they'll have a main road and then they'll have another one that intersects it. And maybe they'll have like a loop that goes around everything to, so you can like, you know, detour around major intersections. Like those are bigger towns and stuff. Maybe towns that have a mall or a Target even, or a comic book shop or a Best Buy. You know, those are like not small. Those are like mid-sized and larger towns. My town has a Walmart. My town has a north, south, east, west main road and like one, we'll call it a main road, but it goes out to the fairgrounds. So like and when I mean fairgrounds, I mean not like, oh, these are fair places of lands to plot your fields. No, I mean fair as in rodeo, like yeehaw, that kind of fair. Like, you know, carnies and dangerous rides that we put our young children on because, you know, at some point you have to not care whether they live or die, but you just want to be left alone for like five minutes. So that type of fairgrounds. But Anywho, so yeah, that's how I, this is where I get small town from. So back to the drama. The drama comes from the town's chat, uh, Facebook chat page, which is always a great source of just quality information and ideas coming from just the best of the best of your town. And um, someone not just exclaim this. Like it wasn't like a conversation was had. It was just an exclamation that... And I don't even know if this was directed at Walmart or HEB, but I'll tell you who it was for sure directed at cashiers because they said, y'all need to be careful of the self-checkouts because you're going to lose your job. And I don't know if that was a threat. I don't know if that was a piece of helpful advice. Uh, what it did do, though, was completely divide the city because any thought that happens within our town completely divides everyone into either for it or against it and it the, just the wow the statements that happened through because of course with a statement like this of like the superiority of self-checkouts and the inferiority of cashiers uh really divides people but it doesn't leave room for much conversation just more like loud computer all cap shouting into the void that will one day be swallowed up and never mean anything. And in fact, me talking about it means nothing, but at the same time, it means everything to me because this is my source of entertainment in my town. And you would think, all right, this person does not like self-checkout and they give a reason, which is great. I prefer to have a conversation 
with my cashier. I want to have, you know, and like in the old days, that was fun. You know, you sit there, there's a young clerk that checks you out and it's like they remember, oh, yes, Mr. Tim, I'm glad to see you. How are the children? You know, oh, I see you got milk and condoms again. You looks like you're going to have a great night. Um, like, yes, people love the conversation. At the same time, there's other of us and like the 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 fear also is like oh with the more self checkouts uh oh there goes your job because obviously the only thing you're capable of as a human being is to take this piece of pineapple put it across your little barcode thing and then move it to a person who's going to bag it for you oh shit that's two people that are going to lose a job because at the self checkout you also self bag your groceries so holy crap we we're we're, we're double the lost jobs on this this crazy device and so like that's their thought process here those of us and i i man i feel bad for saying this those of us who know better (laughs) who have been educated and maybe have lived outside of the small town for any number of any amount of time are aware that just because a self-checkout machine is brought forth and put into play does that mean that one for one or one for two in this case someone's losing their job it's not like oh we're willing in the checkout 9000 and then picking up uh, old mrs susan and wheeling her ass out to the trash compactor no that's not happening guess what happens you hire people for different positions like yes that position no longer exists but now you need people to maintain those machines now you need people to help out because it never fails something in your cart is going to be something that's 18 and up and they have to verify your old stinky ass is over 18 years old and let's face it those of us who are now in our 30s or late 30s will look at a teenager who is still 18 and be like my god you're a fucking child even at like 20 something you're like my god you're a fucking child but no because it's fucking children that are the cashiers and the checkers of who if you're 18 or older they don't know better because to them 18 is adult because that's what they look like and they just can't put put that into um I don't know. They just can't make that adjustment. And I'll be honest with you. Like I was talking to my wife about this. I look back at my old high school yearbooks and I look when I was like a freshman and sophomore. And I look at the kids who were seniors and juniors and still in my head, even though I know I am twice as old as these people are now in my head, I look at them as they are older than me. Like I look at that and I see this 18 year old face and I'm like, That is a person who is older than me, and because I'm somehow trapped in my 16-year-old body mindset, I see these 18-year-olds that I went to school with as still older than me, even though they are trapped in time in that yearbook picture as an 18-year-old. So there's some weird fucked up shit going on in my head, and I don't really know how to explain it, but that's how it works. And I don't know if it works for everyone like that. Maybe it does. Please let me know, because I don't want to be crazy anymore. Like, checkout lady. But yeah, so we all know you get hired for different things, you know, and let's not sit here and act like you haven't been going to the Walmart. You haven't been going to the grocery store, H-E-B, and been like, why is only three lanes open? There's like 20 people. Like you always complain. Why isn't there more checkouts open? Like that was always a complaint before we had self-checkouts. I was one of those complainers. I wanted more 
out of my check checkers. And then guess what the store did? They gave us more. They said, hey, man, you got 10 items or less. You can come right here and you can check yourself out. Guess what? No waiting in line. Just you put your shit on, you beep it, you bag it, and then you pay for it. And then you get on out like it saves them time, saves them money, saves you time. You're still spending money. And that's it. And let's also, you know, let's think about it. like old old lady on Facebook's like I love talking to my cashier and, you know, spending the day and get out. I have news for you. Some of those people don't like talking to you. They have to. They're trapped there for the next four hour or however long the shift is. And they are forced to have a smile on their face and say good day to you and be nice to you because that's what they're paid to do. And if they're not, I'm pretty sure they get put in like convenience store hell like i don't know where cashier hell hell i don't know where where and what they do to these poor children but i know it's not good it's not bad because they are always happy and i can tell i can tell the ones that don't want to talk to me because they're gonna be too busy talking to their bagger because you know the best way to just avoid me is to just not look at me and just wait till i like it's time for me to pay and i'm fine with that i only go into that line when i've made i'm making a large quantitative purchase you know if i'm just in there to grab milk and eggs and maybe some bread something you know small 10 items or less if you will i just want to get in and get out man my son's probably driving me up the wall at this point because he's gone buck wild in the store uh my wife is probably borderline having a panic attack because she just can't deal with him and people and covid and stuff normally she stays home because you know covid and shit because that's still a real thing because guess what the other great thing about small town no one wears masks because who's going to stop me? <laughs> All the liberals live in the big cities. They don't live here. Well, I live here and I care about my grandparents and my mother-in-law and people who are at risk. But what are you going to do, right? You can't, you can't make everyone else care. care. And even if hundreds of, hundreds of thousands of people die, still don't care. Anyway, back to back to the story. So, yeah, it's just full of people like like strong two separate camps of what's good and what's not good with self-checkouts like i was shocked by like just how opinionated everyone was on the matter but it seemed to work itself out so i think everyone had just pretty much decided that hey we're all gonna have our differences and we should just be happy that we have the choice you know our our shopping carts are choice and i think everyone can be happy with that you know you shouldn't be forced to do uh, something unless it's going to kill other people like a mass amount of humans <clears throat> masks uh, if you don't do it anyway uh, that's pretty much it for the drama that was going on and I don't know why I got so heated over it but I did um, last bit of news I want to talk about a bit of nerd pop culture news so a new trailer teaser trailer came out for a show that's going to be on Disney plus by Marvel I am 100% behind. I am so ready for it. I'm so stoked on it. I can't wait. It is my favorite superhero. When I started reading comic books back in 2012, um, well, this one didn't come out too much later. Like I was into like Deadpool and Spider-Man, and I had a lot of fun with that. And we'll talk more about my first comic. Even though I've done it on my my previous podcast, the Bri-Fi podcast, I'll probably bring it up here again. But So I was reading comics, loving comics, and one of my, and well, I'm not even one, my favorite superhero comic book and character uh, 
stormed onto the scene, maybe 2014, maybe 2016. I can't remember what year it was exactly. And it was Kamala Khan's Miss Marvel. She came out of like Inhuman event. She came onto the scene and had like these crazy awesome powers where she could grow large, grow small. She could stretch. Uh, things kind of developed a little bit more after that. But she was like this quirky teenager, which was so like she was so much like a Peter Parker character. She was like an everyman character. She was a super nerd that was like a super fan of superheroes. And I've said super like eight times in the last three seconds. And so she was everything. She was this huge nerd, loved D&D, loved video games, loved comic books, loved superheroes, and had the the blessing and the luck to become one, you know. And the comic book version is a little bit different than, or it seems to be a little bit different than how it's going to play out in the uh, Disney Plus series. But this trailer dropped, and I got to tell you, it is everything I love. It looks like it's going for the Spider-Verse look, but live action. Very comic booky, very like Judd Apatow or, um, man, just like those movies, man. It looks quirky. It looks like a cool coming-of-age story. It looks like a more lighthearted Spider-Man type story, you know, Spider like well, Spider-Man's fun, but it it does get pretty dark. And I mean, not to say this doesn't look like it's gonna get uh, serious, because it does look like it's gonna get serious. But I just love it, man. And she's she doesn't fit the mold of like your typical superhero that you're used to seeing. Like even with Peter Parker, although he's a teenager in that, he's like fucking ripped, you know. And like for Kamala, she is. She feels like me, you know, like she just got a normal body shape, like can or everyone can relate to. She's not like super thin or super fit. Like she's a normal human being. And like it seems like she's struggling with who is she? Like where does she fit in this world as an immigrant who has her religion and her heritage that in her family that believes in this and has their faith, but also trying to fit in with a modern American world where maybe people don't maybe bully her because they don't see like how things work. You know, they don't understand fully. So it just, I don't know, man, like this just hits different and I can't wait to see how this plays out. Like I said, this is hands down my favorite superhero. Like, I am so ready for this. I can't wait to see how how it looks. Like it, it already has a great feel. If you haven't seen the trailer yet, go check it out. It's on uh, YouTube, and I man, I can't recommend this more, man. Like I am so ready for this. I am so down and so excited. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it, man. That's what's going on. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this conversation and this like chaotic thought process of everything that just goes on in my brain because trust me it, i know it's chaos i know it's chaos so hopefully you enjoyed it hopefully you enjoyed the show please be sure to check me out on all my social media everything's a small town nerd and i believe on twitter it's sm twn nerd n-e-r-d actually i think i can go check that let's see if i can just go over here and check my twitter real quick um, yeah, it looks like it's working. So yeah, SM town is full in nerdcast. So small town nerdcast, that's SM town, T-O-W-N nerdcast, 
nerdcast. And so you can find me on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram. You can find all those leaks, le- leaks, those links over on Twitter. So definitely go there. I, I Twitch. I have YouTube. I'm gonna everything you can just find through Twitter, man. Like that's how I need to get one of those link tree accounts is what I really need to do. So yeah, go over there, hit me up, let me know what you guys think, let me know what you guys want to hear going forward. Cause we're still trying to find the show. Like I'm just kind of rambling and talking about things that I enjoy, but I I am gonna start looking for more structure now that I've finally gotten comfortable comfortable again podcasting. So anyway, that's it for the episode. Thank you guys for listening. We will chat with y'all later. I was going to just say Bri-Fi out because that was my old uh, thing and I just get into habits. But yeah, man. um, Small town. Big nerd. Sucks. (laughs) Talk to you guys later. Peace.